Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, geeks, gamers, furries, and ninja robots. This is Horseplay Live. Today's Thursday, March 8th, and this is episode 220 of Horseplay, tentatively titled Flash in the Pantaloons. And I'm your Blair Lizard host. I don't know why I said it like that, but I did. Slightly inebriated, also sleep deprived. Kind of an ongoing theme. Yogizilla, yes, that's me. And uh, this will be another quickie, folks. We're gonna. Rock this out, but just uh, some quick housekeeping. Want you guys to uh, join us live when we do the show. It's at twitch.tv force of geeky antics. Schedule's kind of out of whack. Tentatively doing this show around uh, 10 ish on Thursday nights. Uh, we seem to be back on track for the Thursday bit. Um, and then on Wednesday nights around 8 p.m. Eastern, um, Warbound Radio. Gotta check them out. They're doing some good stuff over there. Uh, War Child's doing this whole... Um, he's got a whole series planned out. And I think his last episode he was talking about 8-bit gaming and how the classics really hold up well. And I was supposed to be on that show, but uh, life happened and they didn't make it. But uh, make sure you check them out. Also check out our friends over at allgames.com, our uh, sister network. We do uh, we have some horseplay replays over there. And uh, consistently making it to the top 10... Well, we missed a couple of weeks, but uh, that's all right. But uh, I think the what was it about four weeks ago? We were one of the top three shows on the network. So definitely appreciate the uh, fan support there. And for those of you that are new to the show, this is uh, primarily a comedy show, I guess. Uh, categorizing stuff is so hard. Why, why, why you gotta put things in boxes, right? Um, but I do want to say it's NSFW usually, but we've been pretty tame lately. Um, we do get into some hot button topics and rants, so uh, if you're sensitive, probably not a good listen. But give it, give us a shot and uh, just have fun. Realize all is all in the name of fun. Uh, so where do we start? Uh, what else? do we have? Any other house, housekeeping? Just a little friendly reminder: we're already a week into March, March eighth, and. Uh, Tax season is still in full effect. Don't forget that uh, tax deadline. What is it? April 15th? A few days before my birthday. I always hate that. Because tax season is kind of awkward. Unless you get a lot of, a nice, a lot of money back. But uh, I feel like a small business owner, probably not the case. Unless you like uh, have a lot of capital losses. You get a claim for offsets. And then that's not a good situation anyway. <clears throat> anyway, 
Enough with the serious stuff. Enough with the serious stuff. This is going to be a quickie, folks. It's going to be a quickie. Uh, the title, might as well jump into it. Actually, before I jump into the title, so I, um, Google Chromecast, they got the Ultra that's out. Really cool. Those things can do a lot of stuff. But one of the things I'm noticing is um, Windows 10. Um, then the, if you're part of the inside of the program, apparently uh, the Windows 10 platform will no longer support DLNA uh, devices. Uh, what does that for? Digital Life Network Association, something like that. Um, what that means is you will no longer be able to cast to DLNA devices, which is the the category for uh, um, Google Chromecast. And I think uh, Amazon Fire Sticks, too. Um, which is interesting. Um, I thought kind of Miracast was its own kind of standard. Um, apparently not. Uh, it's all so confusing. Um... So that's gonna be interesting. You'll still be able to cast to Wi-Fi enabled, you know, wireless displays, but um, Miracast DLNA apparently not gonna be supported. Kind of frustrating because I was uh, tinkering with a projector, and natively they usually need to install a software for in order to project to these these screens, these projectors. But really, it's so much easier and cheap and more cost-effective just get a um, a good, um, you know, wireless-enabled TV with all these apps built in. Um, you know, you can spend. I mean, you can get a freaking fifty-five-inch 4K TV retail, Samsung, no less. Built-in apps, all that good stuff, right? You know, smart TV, four ninety-nine, five ninety-nine for fifty-five-inch. That's crazy for four K. Of course, you know, we know. We know 8K is right around the corner. It's just going to keep pushing the Ks until it's just not going to even make sense anymore. It doesn't even make sense now. There's not enough 4K content to really justify it. But at that price, might as well go for it. Anywho, I thought I'd share my little little gripe about the Google Chromecast. Because it's a great product. But uh, if you're trying to do something other than, like, stream, you know, do streaming services... You know, like, I, like stream, uh, broadcast, uh, Excel spreadsheet or PowerPoint slide. Um, it might be in for an unpleasant surprise in a couple of months or so. I forget how far ahead the insider previews are. But, uh, just a little heads up there. I don't know if I'm even allowed to talk about that, but oops, I said it. So I've been watching, um, well, you know what? I'm not gonna get to the flash. I'm gonna get it to, we keep the tech thing going. We'll end with the flash. I think that makes sense for the flow. For flow, yo. Um, smartwatches. So I've played around with uh, the Pebble and the Samsung Gear and stuff like that. Um, I know some people that have the... Was it Casio that makes it? Yeah. Can they make the G, G-Shock? Um, some people that have played around with the... That have the uh, ProTech, rather. Um... Which is really nice, basically a G-Shock with um, smartwatch capabilities, um, and it's very, very activity-driven. Um, it's kind of just a blanket term for really, really say fitness 
activity, but I guess this is assumed. And living living an active lifestyle. So you know, with a lot of these smartwatches, um, and I love the G-Shocks, by the way. That they're they're rugged. You know, it's it's like it's like a military watch. You know, they they, they can withstand so much. That, as it's like the look of them. I like how you could wear a G-Shock. It is it could be sporty. It could be um, formal, unless you're like. Maybe dressing in a tuxedo, probably not, you wouldn't be able to pull that off. But uh, I'd rock it with a suit. Yeah, why not? But uh, so I'm looking at smartwatches, um, trying to up my game, my efficiency game, and be more driven and more, even more organized. And you know, I'm, I just shredded a bunch of junk that I didn't need anymore. I went through all my file filing cabinets at home and in the office. Uh, it's an ongoing process, and. Um, Got some more of those like filing folders, categorizing things, organizing by year, all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, just doing a lot of housekeeping, right? I guess hashtag ad- adulting, right? Um, and uh, as a result, I haven't done much gaming. Gosh, I'm, I'm so hankering to play Monster Hunter. The next weekend I have that I have completely free. I'm just gonna freaking play that and Rainbow Six Siege, and maybe some Smite, whatever is clever. Maybe some PUBG, some Fortnite. Who knows? A little bit of everything, but definitely some Monster Hunter. Um, but for now, this like this weekend, uh, this Saturday, my uh, granddaughter is having her second birthday. Gosh, they grow up so fast. I I, just, I whispered in her ear, I said, "Don't, don't, don't grow up. Just stay this size, stay this sweet." She says, darling, like, uh, she'll wake up from a nap and she'll, like, want to be held. And I'll stretch up my arms and I'm like, you want to up? And then she'll, like, put her arms out, like, yeah, you know, and she'll fall back asleep. And there's little moments when when the youngins are just so innocent and, and vulnerable and just sweet. And it's, it's just, it, it really, it really reminds you of what really matters, you know? See, you know, I'm talking about gadgets here, and that stuff is great, but uh, having those connections, I think that's really what it's all about, for, at least for me. I know, I know not everyone's driven by the same thing. There's people like traveling the world, people like having lots of things, owning lots of property. That's cool. Um, but I, don't, I think there's a bigger picture, right? Sharing, having people to share that with. But, you know, smartwatches, you know, the, I'm starting to see more of the practical applications, uh, you know, I just got a Microsoft Surface, the new new version they came out with. That, well, not the latest, latest, because they're coming out with the LTE one now, which, you know, that was long overdue. I mean, they've had five generations of the Surface Pro now. So maybe, maybe, so maybe they added maybe six, seven years. It's, it's, a, long, it's a long haul. Um, of course, I got everything in except my freaking stylus. I'll be coming in Saturday, so... The, Saturday after the birthday, I'm gonna set that thing up. Well, I'm gonna start setting it up tomorrow, and then I'm gonna start playing with it. Cause you know, it's not the same without the stylus. You need the stylus. That's like the whole reason to have it, so you can write notes. You know, it's because it becomes a notebook. Um, not completely convinced that uh, um, I could really enjoy these a hybrid device like this as much as I would just a nice. 15.6 or 16.3 inch laptop with a 10 key 
keyboard, you know, it's got the full numpad in there. You gotta have a 10 key for the accounting and data entry and all that fun stuff. Um, but I think it'd be neat, more portable, use it more in the field, do floor pans, inspections, etc. Take it to meetings, maybe stop using a notebook, notebook, we'll see. We'll see. You know, you have the whole Microsoft ecosystem, OneNote and Sway and Form, and, you know, the old apps, of course, they come to know and love. They have a whole shit ton of stuff there with Office, Office 365. Why wow, I can't talk. Woo! But smartwatches. So, you know, there's so many freaking contenders out there. Even Michael Kors, um, who else is it? Fossil. You know, you got people that come from traditional watch background throwing in, and they're more focusing on the aesthetics. So here's the thing with the smartwatches. You either going to focus more on a true smartwatch, it's more about the apps and the productivity side, or you're going to get something that's really, really damn good with the fitness part, uh, what they call activity uh, trackers, activity watches. Um, I'm not very active, but I would like to have that option. So I'm looking at smartwatches that are primarily really good on the app side, have good support, good future potential, right? tried and true, but also offer some good uh, fitness stuff. Particularly, I'm interested to have something to monitor my, my sleep patterns. I did a sleep study uh, several years ago, and I kind of want to see where I'm at today. I'm still feeling like I'm dragging my feet, and you know, and I know it's a sleep apnea, but I want to kind of see how that really manifests itself. How many times I'm waking up throughout the night and from getting good REM sleep, etc. So I'm wondering, um, you know, what could do that for me? I looked at the Fitbit Blaze, and I'm just not convinced by it. You know, but it's probably still the best in its class. But um, I want I want some notification, maybe text messages. You know, see my, me- my meetings, you know, my calendar updates. You know, maybe have some other apps. You know, and I, and I kind of want different watch plate, uh, watch faces. You know, I don't want to just stick to one watch face or just a handful of them when I be able to switch it up. So um I've looked at things like a lot of folks have like the classic style watches which are more business formal. Um but I looked the the one that's been most compelling to me so far and uh I was really looking strongly at Samsung Gear three but the fact that they've run in their own proprietary Tizen yeah, I really like the Samsung products, but the fact that they just have so much bloatware and they kind of put pedal their own software it reminds me a lot of Apple. Samsung is the Apple of the Android world, I have to say. They're really good at what they do, but it's, they just want to trap you to that ecosystem. I mean, putting all this shit that you, you can't divorce yourself from. It's like, I don't want to, I don't use that shit. So can I uninstall it? Nope, you're stuck with it because it's part of the fucking shit. I don't want that. So, you know, I looked at that. And I used the Samsung Gear 2, I believe. Or is it the 1? I forget. And it's cool. But it, it's been it's changed so much in the past, you know. How long has it been since smartwatch has really been pushed? past couple of years or so? Since the Samsung, original Samsung Gear? I don't know. I've lost track. Last year, I was kind of on the periphery. I think, yeah, maybe. Now I'm like, you know what? It makes sense now. And I like watches. 
So why not have tech and watches come together? I have a really cool uh, zebra wood watch that I like, but uh, I want to be able to switch it up. Um, who knows? Maybe this could be my main watch. So, so I'm looking at Samsung Gear. LG has one. What did they call it? Style. That's pretty solid. Um, the Pebble watches are really cool. I like the minimalist angle that they're they're rocking. And it reminds me, for some reason, I get a real Palm Pilot vibe, like just minimalist but functional. But you know, um, it's kind of like a Swatch watch, a Swatch watch, and a Palm Pilot had a baby, especially with the black and white screens. Those last longer too, with the with the e paper or e ink, whatever it is. Um, you know, they last days or weeks. As opposed to a day or two, which is what you get with these full color, all, you know, all the bells and whistles kind of watches. Well, there's, there's been so many I looked at. Uh, Motorola, the Motorola 360, another strong contender. Um, the Motorola, um, I don't know. I felt what it was to turn me off about Motorola. I think it was kind of a similar thing to Samsung, where it's like a lot of proprietary crap, limited app selection. So I'm kind of looking at something that's in, in the Android Wear 2.0 arena, which is the latest and greatest right now. This year something will come out. It'll probably come out the moment I buy one, right? Um, and I think that the strongest one I've seen is the Hawaii. I think it's a Korean or Chinese company. Hawaii... Um, is it the classic? The Hawaii Watch Two. It's uh, it's, it's right in the cusp of sporty and and, and and formal. It's just right, and there's so many different watch uh, watch faces you could put in it. And I fell in love with like so many of them. Um, lots of gauges and dials and fun stuff like that. Or you could just go with more, something more traditional. Um, and the resolution looks really sharp. So. You know, at a quick glance, it looks like it's an actual watch, you know, um, until you notice the backlit screen. <laughs> um, and that's, you know, there's so many decisions with these darn things, because you get a square face, a circular face, do you want a big face, small face, do you want just a band that's kind of unintrusive and it could be used in addition to a watch, do you want a full-on watch, I mean, uh then you want one that that, that has built-in uh, LTE, you know, cellular signal, or you just want one a Wi-Fi one. I think I just want a Wi-Fi Bluetooth one. I'll just pair my phone. You know, I don't want to. I don't need to get calls directly on my phone on my watch, like Dick Tracy. I mean, that, that could be useful, but I mean, it's, it's just being honest with something. Like, eh, you know, I want the watch faces. That's that's pretty exciting. Switch it up a lot. I want good uh, notifications and kind of organizational tools. Nice selection of apps, you know, and then that, the whole fitness activity bit. Um, so that it, the the Hawaii Watch Two seems to be at the intersection of all this. Now, you know, you're looking at these things, and they're like anywhere in the range of you know two to five hundred, right? Like the ProTech, which is kind of high end. It's 500, but I think has, you know, the turning dial. It's got lots of, like, little buttons on there. It supports gestures, sharp screen, you know, and rugged as hell. Um, a lot of these things, 
you know, they don't fit right, they're not very rugged, so they literally just, they look flimsy, they look like they'll break easily. So anyway, if any of you all out there uh, have experience with these things, you know, I'd like to hear first-hand accounts, uh, you can send it to mail at geekyantics.net, or uh, leave us a voicemail or a text message, 646-801-2149, again, 646-801-2149. Of course, you can join us on our Discord server at uh, geekyantics.net forward slash discord and you can chat with us live or text and eventually someone will reply it's kind of our our chat is mostly like a, a forum with semi real time chat and I'm okay with that everybody's doing their own thing but they need to check in and then we kind of just tag each other and stuff PM each other share things from Giphy you know gotta love the animated GIFs and it's GIFs, not GIFs. I'm sorry. The G stands for graphics, so it's GIF. I don't care what the inventor, the creator, says. So anyway, I tell the Flash, and I don't have too much to say about it other than I still have to say I think Flash is still my favorite show on CW. Um, Supernatural is still fun, but I'm not hard-pressed to catch up on it. Arrow, you know, is up and down. Right now it's really good. You know, friends versus friends. Spoilers. Um, some really interesting things going on. Though the twist they had uh, an episode or two back didn't really surprise me. I was I was pretty much assuming that. You know, you have a character they try to play low key and take your attention away from. You already know that person's going to be more important than they, than they than they let it lead on. You know, especially when they try to overcompensate by saying, oh, look at this guy. He's a real badass. This is the guy you pay attention to. No, it's the guy in the wheelchair. Yeah. It's the guy that, 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 that talks funny or doesn't really participate much. He's the guy you gotta watch, or he, watch out for. He's a puppet master. I'm trying not to spoil anything, but you know. Sorry. Probably not good. Did I mention I'm a little out of it? Yeah, just a bit. But, uh, you know, outside of the, like, really bad acting parts where they just do too much sappy, uh, like the whole Iris-Barry thing, okay, I get it, you know, they love each other, that's cool, and, and I'm a hopeless romantic at heart, but, uh, sometimes they just draw it out. Now, I do like the, 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 the tug at your heartstring moments when it's something different, you know, like, exploring the relationship between a father and, and his daughter, um. Uh, Friends reconciling, you know, stuff like that. I think is very powerful. Um, why does it always have to be romantic? Um, the Flash is just fantastic. Um, this is just a fun show, you know. And then I look at Arrow, and it was, one of the problems I have with Arrow is that I see so many of their problems, and I'm like, man, so much of the stuff that happens, the the, the conflicts they have on that show, could be easily resolved. Um, I also wonder, I also wonder sometimes, are, are the Flash and Arrow storylines really happening almost side by side? Cause that can explain one of my biggest kind of problems with Arrow. Well, there's a lot of things, but, you know, a lot of times I'm like, you know, why doesn't the Flash just come and help him out? You know? What's this guy gonna do against the Flash? He can only plan so much. He's not that smart. <laughs> He probably didn't account for out of town help, but it always feels like it's always like Central City. No, is it Central City? No, it's the Star City. There's Star City. 
they always like just figure things out on their own. Like we don't, we're not gonna get any outside help. You know, fuck it. Um, just make things harder than it needs to be. But I guess you know, without DDD moments, you wouldn't have good stories. It definitely applies to horror and definitely applies to comic book shows, really. Um, I Zombies back. They're about two episodes in. Uh, still a fun show. Still a fun show. My wife likes to say it's cheesy. Whatever. It's a fun show. Suck it. <laughs> um, and that, that's, uh, they get into some interesting things, uh, kind of, uh, I don't know if they're trying to discredit religion or poke fun at it. Uh, and I, you know, and I'm not gonna be one of those believers that like, oh, blasphemous, I can't watch it, but, I feel like they're speaking to the the overzealous false prophet types uh, a bit too. There's a lot of little themes in there you'll pick up on. Um, yeah, that's all I got. I'm really hankering to play some more Monster Hunter. Uh, and I, I guess part of me, like, I really want to play it. But then when I have a little downtime here and there, I'm like, man, I can't jump into it. Because you can't just play it for like, a, like an hour or even, you know... Even two hours, I think, like, that's a game you really gotta be like, alright, three hours, let's go. You know, more. There's just so much to do. And then you just, it's like a Pringle, you just can't have one, right? You gotta keep going. It's like, I, gotta, I gotta farm this, I gotta build this set, I gotta get this these items, and hope you get a lucky, a good uh, dice roll, and, and it drops for you. Um, and then it's like, you know, I'm also wearing, like, well, if I. Go back down down road. I might get hooked again, because this does have some uh, addictive properties. But uh, that's a good problem to have, right? Yeah, yeah. But anywho, folks, um, as I promised, it is a short show. We're a little under a half hour. Next week, I hope to have um, War Child with us, and um. We'll um, kind of cross-promote and talk about some of the stuff he's covering over at his show. Uh, don't forget to check out our friends over at uh, the Gaming Death Podcast. You check them out at Twitch.tv forward slash Gaming Death. Um, they're one of, one, of, one of the most active um, contributors and uh, just great friends, uh, personal friends of mine and just great people. Well, Chris more than anyone. Um, Chris Gannon. Uh, Caleb just kind of keeps to himself, but you know. That's typical for the youngins and geeky types, right? We just we tend to be loners or take for granted uh, keeping with each other. But if I die, he's going to feel really shitty. Be like, man, I really should have talked to that yogi guy. He was kind of cool. I don't know. I'm so morbid. Um, I also want to say, uh, you know, I'm also really excited because uh, uh, I got my son uh, in to my company. And uh, he's getting into the real world. Yeah, he last year he graduated college and was looking for work and didn't have a luck and put in a good word, pulled some strings, and now he's with us uh, as a temp. But you know, got to start somewhere. Um, so I have to like uh, I'm his ride, so uh, we're carpooling. I got to drop him off at his location and then go back to my building on the other side of town. Um, that's fun. We get to bond more. I'm pretty excited about that. But with that, um, if you do want to keep the conversation going, when I'm not podcasting, you can catch me at Yogizilla on Twitter. 
Uh, you can still on Xbox Live. Want to play some games? Ooh, the division. That's another game I got to get into. Oh God, so much to do in that game. And I just uh, I keep up with the division podcast, and they just they're constantly improving that game. Just adding to it. It's just amazing. Over well over a year, and they're still doing so much with it. Um, I I really like the whole gaming as a platform model because it matches my lifestyle. I can't keep up. We're buying new games every couple of months, uh, but having a game that keeps paying off dividends, you know, I like that a lot. Because, um, you know, you, if you're going to put it in the time, I want it to at least fit into something a little longer term than just a quick, you know, come shot at my pants. <laughs> uh, sorry for that visual. I know you can't unsee it. I apologize. Anyway, folks. I'm out of here. Uh, don't forget to visit us at uh, geekyanswers.net. If you want to join us on the uh, chat server, geekyanswers.net forward slash Discord. Uh, we have Geeky Antics uh, groups on Facebook and the Geeky Antics uh, page, facebook.com forward slash Geeky Antics. Just uh, Google us. You'll find lots of stuff. And, uh, yeah, I think that covers all the plugs. I'm probably forgetting something. I'm going to close the show notes. I'm going to stop the, the show and be like, oh, no, I forgot this thing. No. Um, oh, yeah. That's what happens. Old age. That's what I blame it. That's what I attribute it to. Anywho, outro music. Right about meow. Peace.
What's up guys and welcome to episode 220.5 We're not going to do a full episode, this is definitely going to be a super quickie So I wanted to get one in, make sure we don't ruin the streak of having an episode every week uh, Though I'm a little late, it's a little after uh, midnight it's, uh, This is scheduled for March 17th and it's the 18th But uh, technically, it's still, it's still doing every week I'm tired, I got a little alcohol in me so I'm not going to keep this too long. Well, I'll talk a little bit about the um, sci-fi series they've had. Uh, probably saw three years or so. Uh, Channel Zero. Just finished the latest one. Uh, Butcher's Block. Really good stuff. Um, that's probably the toughest one to watch. So what they had. The first one was uh, Candle Cove. Had a little bit of a pirate theme to it. Maybe think about Halloween 2 for some reason. Uh, or it had like a little bit of a children of the corn vibe going too. Um, and I, I don't know, if, I don't know if I can rank them right now, but uh, hmm, let's see. The next one was No End House. Now I had, I really enjoyed No End House, but I felt like there could have been more. So I don't know. I don't know if I like the twist at the end. The twist on Candle Cove was definitely better, but No End House was a cooler idea. Though it was a bit predictable. So the last, the latest installment they just wrapped up uh, is Butcher's Block. So these are anthology type horror shows, you know, kind of like uh, American Horror Story does. Every season is a different story, but they're very short seasons, you know. Six episodes or so. So I just finished season finale, and in Butcher's Block, you know the whole thing is uh, it's not really. You find out pretty quickly uh, cannibalism is involved, but you find out there's a lot more going on. Um, Channel Zero tends to lean more towards uh, unexplainable, supernatural type of things, and I dig that. Uh, it's not just like you know. Gore, horror, shock, horror that's grounded in reality, you know. There's more to it. But there's definitely a lot of gore in the butcher's block. Uh, yeah, if you have a weak stomach, you probably don't want to check it out. But, uh, you know, it, it has all the good tropes uh, creepy children, um, uncomfortable gore scenes, eerie music. Some real WTF type moments. Uh, I don't want to give away too much, but I definitely recommend checking it out just because it's a. Uh, the biggest mindfuck I would say is still No End House, the way they, that whole thing progresses. That, that one reminds me a little bit of um, Saw in some ways. Um, but Butcher's Block just has some really like creepy, insidious things going on. It's pretty dope. I did get to watch uh, Voltron, the new Voltron. Pretty good. I only watched uh, a couple of episodes, but I, I dug it. Actually, this wasn't even an episode. It was like a long movie. It, it seemed to be like the origin story. They were finding all the lions. Uh, but, you know, they kept a lot of the original spirit in there. Um, well, you know, some creative liberties. I remember Voltron being based on another planet that was at Earth. 
And there was a princess, you know, and... I don't know, so vague. Ugh. Excuse me. Um, and one of the, you know, the princess, of course, piloted the pink lion. Well, that didn't happen in this. Or if it did, I missed it. <clears throat> but the pilot, the yellow lion, nailed it. Uh, the red pilot nailed it. They still had the green pilot, which is kind of the geeky guy. But everything else, uh, a little, a little different. The, like the guy that pilots the black lion should have been the red lion pilot. And he was like someone from outside of the group. There's other some things in there that maybe I'm just drawing upon. Not, I don't know, not remembering right. But, uh, overall, uh, I figured I'm gonna check it out. Maybe catch up on the latest installments of Ninja Turtles. There's a lot of good stuff to watch out there. Uh, I've caught up on a lot of stuff TV wise. Just saw the latest Flash today. Ooh. Uh, that was good. Um, I'm wondering how they're gonna wrap this up before the season ends. I got a handful of episodes left. It's gonna be tough. Next episode of Supernatural I need to catch. It's a Scooby Doo. It's one of their. There are special episodes. This is kind of out of whack. You know, they usually have a musical episode or, you know, uh, metafiction type of thing going on. Well, he, uh, here they're doing the Scooby Doo. They're immersed, they go into an alternate world where they, where they become cartoons. So I guess that's metafiction ish, right? Maybe. Who knows? Um, what else? What else? There's been a lot of stuff going on in the news. Um, it's kind of running. I'm going completely off script right now, so um, I'm just gonna append this to the previous episode because I'm behind on getting that up. Oh, so much been going on. It's been. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty whipped. I'm pretty whipped. So, so uh, spring is coming, and for us in Georgia, it's pretty much just summer with some breezes here and there. Uh, it's actually nice outside, but it's kind of humid, so the inside the house just feels kind of gross, and the outside's like, oh, just right. It's weird. How it usually works out. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah, happy St. Patty's. Oh, after, after the yard. Happy St. Patty's, everybody. Um, yeah. I'm not Irish, but, uh, sure like to drink. Not that, not, not that much. Not that much to like. But, you know, I get my little, during the weekends, relax, unwind a bit, you know? It's important. And recharge for the week ahead. Um, I have not, it's been, uh, what did I say last time? It's been s- several weeks since I played a video game, a proper video game. So I'm really hungry to play some Monster Hunter. Hopefully I get some time in tomorrow to do that. Um, when I'm not chauffeuring the kids around and working on stuff, I do some stuff, at a project for work and... Really got to shave. My beard's a little out of control. Um, so many things to do, right? Adulting. There's something else I going to talk about. Some news, news. Uh, plane, a tourist, a tourist plane crashed in New York City, in the East River. Um, that was interesting. Um, ooh, the Stormy Daniels, 
um, scandal kind of continues. So she offered up to pay back the 130k I think she got for her gag order to be quiet about her affair with Trump, but she wants to pay it back. I I think Trump Trump didn't take it, and now they're saying she's saying that her um, his Secret Service men were rough with her. Uh, this, this is going to escalate pretty quickly. She's just bursting at the seams to share the story. <laughs> and, uh, um, again, I'll say I, I, I don't like Trump as a person. But he's done right by us as a president. He, he This is the best time, greatest time we've had for the economy. <laughs> I say unwrap something at the same time. <coughs> Ooh. Sorry. Not good podcasting, I know. You know, the economy's at, at, at the best it's been for a long, long time. I would say this is as far back as Reagan. A lot of people blame Reagan for the downward spiral. <laughs> Definitely better than what it was during Obama's two terms. And, uh, you know, jobs are being created. Uh, you know, in- industrials are coming back to us. Um, this more of a sense of stability and security. Um, there's no penalty anymore for Obamacare. And that's that's a terrible way to approach health care. Then hopefully there's some health care reform around the corner. Um, get those premiums just out of control. Yeah, you know, they won't deny. No one will get denied now. But um, it's definitely inaffordable. Or is it unaffordable? Unaffordable, yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, I'm totally brain farting here. I'm trying to think about some of the stuff that's happened since we last uh, had a show. There's some biggies, and I'm not thinking. Oh, Stephen Hawking passed away. Was it 75 or something like that? So that happened. Um,. You know, and, 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 you know, and, and the cusp of the whole Stormy Daniels and, and Trump stuff, that the whole gun control thing is still going, and I don't want to beat that dead horse, but I mean, I think the simple argument is that you know, there's a lot of value in recognizing this, uh, the fact that that majority of the guns, I forgot what the statistics it was that I was reading Majority of the guns that are owned legally are used defensively, not offensively. That's a big percentage too. Uh, meaning that you know, and 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 there was and there was another stat that came with that that you know, uh, in, in most cases, I'm talking about seventy percent or more. A gun doesn't have, even have to be fired; it's it's deterrent. You know, so all this stuff about gun control just keeps the guns guns out of the good guys and makes the bad guys even more powerful. So, you know, it's just, eh. This whole gun control shit is, is crazy. It, it doesn't make sense. Uh, I don't know. It's like the bad guys do something wrong and then you punish the good guys. Ooh, that bad guy shot up the place. Well, let's unarm our citizens so they can't protect themselves. 
so the bad guys could go about more unchecked. Because let's play, face it, a ban on guns is not going to get rid of every gun. All it's going to create a greater black market. And that shit's going to get real. See, Blue agrees. You going to go outside? Let me get her outside real quick. No? Okay. Come here. Crazy girl. Anywho. That's a whole discussion you can have there. Okay, I guess she wants out. Here's someone walking through the house. He's like, oh, let me out. Let me see what's going on. So nosy. Uh, anyway, there's something else I want to talk about. Uh, so they did pass um, a bill to get better security at schools, but it's not going to be the whole armed staff members, that we, which I still think is a pretty, pretty good idea. Um... Or just put veterans, you know, post some veterans up in these schools, you know. It's really hard to uh, come out of military and, and find good civilian employment. You know, a lot of, so one thing military doesn't do, doesn't do a good job of, of transitioning our soldiers over to everyday life. Much like our colleges. Anywho, uh... Pretty much all I got. Hopefully next time we talk, I'll be caught up on all my shows. Walking Dead is getting really good again. That's the kind of the up and flow. It sucks for a while, and then it gets good again. Um, I get some Monster Hunter in. I know Fortnite just had a big update. Smite's had a ton of updates since I last played. Gosh, so much to do, so little time. But anywho, uh, this is a little bonus, a little add-on. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, BS by yawning and sneezing, burping. Love you guys, and I'm Yogizilla. If you want to get in touch with me, find me at Yogizilla on Twitter and Yogizilla on Xbox Live. And until next time, be safe out there. And uh, game on, game game on my behalf. <laughs> Peace. Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.